Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart-ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who's had four hurricanes named after her, Shay Kilner. <laughs> she is a hurricane. Oh, man. What, isn't there? Oh, no, it was Cyclone. I Cyclone, yeah. Yeah. She moves about like a cyclone. Yeah, anyways. Hello, my romantics, erratics, and curious people. If you love the show like frat boys love the word bra, then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. And how are you, my dear? Oh, just peachy keen. How are you, Mr. John? I am pretty swell, thanks. Pretty swell, pretty swell. Hmm. It's a word that's not used very often, swell. That's like, you know, a word back from the 40s. And no, I was not alive in the 40s, but... That's surprising. I thought you were. No. (laughs) Thank you very much for your old jokes. You're as old as your haircut. That is what I will say. (laughs) So today, I think I want to talk about a topic that's sort of near and dear to my heart. And it's like a recurring thing. If you're going to be single and you're going to, you know, whether it is casual or just starting to get to know somebody and dating, you know, sooner or later, you're going to end up having sex, right? Sometimes. (laughs) Well, yeah, sometimes. That's the hope anyway. I mean, if you want a relationship to progress, you have to have sex, right? No, there's people who wait till marriage. Don't yeah. don't say always. Don't clump this. Just well, to... that's true. I'm I'm just playing the averages. Oh goodness. Sometimes, You've got to admit yes. that's pretty Sometimes... rare for people to wait till marriage. No, but this is the thing. To start dating doesn't necessarily mean you have to have sex before you're like boyfriend and girlfriend, especially for younger kids. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't mean that. I'm I'm talking. Uh, you know, your typical single adult. Um, Listen, some do, some don't. Okay. But continue with your point. Right. So my point is that if you're going to be single and if you're going to have sex as part of your, mm-hmm. you know, get to know you process, or even if it's just a casual or a hookup, you know, different people are into different things. At some point, the issue of do you or do you not spend the night is going to come up or do you or do you not let the person spend the night if they're at your house mm-hmm. you know and it, it's it can be a point of like not anxiety but you know it's coming right so if like for example in my case if the girl my date is going to come to my house and you're, you're starting to read the tea leaves to be like okay we're definitely gonna hook up it starts well before you even hook up the realization that ah, now what, what do we do about this 
sleeping situation. You know, so people call it either hook up and dash or hook up and crash. <laughs> so I've never heard that in my life. You've never heard that phrase? I've heard that phrase Sir. like a long time ago, and I still hear that phrase. Um, that's just slang. Obviously, you don't say that phrase to the person like, so do you want to hook up and crash or are you going to hook up and dash? Please don't say that to anyone. My God. No, I would never. Are you kidding me? That'll ruin the moment and get a drink thrown in your face <laughs> and no sex. So before I get into my hangups, because I, I think you can see where I'm going with this. I'm not a huge fan of spending the night. In any capacity, uh -huh. me spending the night at other people's place or them spending the night at mine. See, now, but like, what if it's like super late? It's like one o'clock and you guys finally get back and then you do the deed. You expect her to go home at like two or one well, or two? <laughs> um, I guess it depends. It's situational. But now on the surface, you may be like, oh, he's a typical guy or he's a player. He just wants to bang the girl and then kick her out. And that's really not me. I don't have those sensations like, Hey, thanks for the sex. Now get the fuck out of here. It, it's not like a emotional or, you know, one of those kind of things. It's almost a hundred percent logistical. It's like, like first and foremost, because I've been single for such a long time and the few serious relationships I've had, there, there wasn't a lot of like spending the night or, or anything like that for whatever reasons. And so because of that, I'm not used to other people sleeping in my bed. So I have a really hard time sleeping when somebody else is in the bed with me. Just, just the feeling that there's another body there. It's like, it's almost like, number one, you can't like be yourself the way you sleep. You're, you're kind of worried like, am I going to snore? Am I, <laughs> might I accidentally fart in the middle of me sleeping? You know, so you're worried about that for one, but it's just like a comfort thing i can't get comfortable if there's somebody else sleeping in the bed with me just because i'm not used to it interesting now what about you because we'll go back to all my hang-ups but i'm curious about you not just because you as a as an individual but you as a woman because women yeah, i almost never have anyone over especially not in the beginning um because uh security reasons um i don't need to have a stalker right um also don't need to have people know where i live um because it's not just me it's me and my kid um, exactly i i knew that would I'm, be a unique thing for you because you have a kid there and kids like tend to get up early in the morning you know and those sort of things well oh, first off i would never have someone over if Addie's with me right um but also because like i'm fine if someone tries to like attack me and stuff like whatever i don't give a you're shit. fine with like, that I'm not fine with it, but like I can defend, defend myself. But you like, understand that's a potential thing. You, you go yeah. into it knowing that's a risk. Yeah. But like the fact that I have a child to also watch over and take care of, it becomes an extra factor. So I have to like make sure first off, I, like no one's ever going to pick me up from my house on my first date, really. Um, and then to have, I have to like find out who they are before they're even allowed to come to my house. And they will only be allowed to come to my house when my daughter is not around. Um, yeah. Because I'm not really into, into like introducing Addie super early on. Like I've made that mistake in the past. So I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. And that's all very commonsensical ways of thinking, especially if you're a woman. You have to have your safety in mind 
And so yeah, they never go to my house. I go to their house sometimes. I mean, I rarely go on the first date because again, safety reasons. I don't really know this person. They could totally be putting up on a facade and be a serial killer and kill me in their freaking basement or something. Yeah. So like I have to be um it has to be like very circumstantial that I go there, especially on the first date. Yeah. But so let's just say you're you're comfortable with the person and maybe you've dated them a while or you just get a secure vibe from them. How are you like comfort level? Like logistically, I don't mean comfort, like emotionally, you know, fine with the person. I mean like your physical comfort. I mean, I'm, a, I would say my personality is a very like warm, giving, loving, secure, even semi-motherly sometimes when I shouldn't be. But like, so because I give that off, like I, if I attract people that I'm not physically comfortable with, I'm not going to be going back with them. So because of those two factors, I'm normally pretty okay sleeping. Like as long as like, I'm actually like tired from the day, like I've done like exercises or whatever, then I can sleep real easy. The problem is if I don't, and this doesn't have to do with the person at all. This is on my day to day. A lot of times recently, like I haven't been sleeping by myself well. So it just depends on like how much stress is going on, but it normally doesn't have to deal with the person that's next to me. Yeah. Unless they're obviously like a thrasher in in their (laughs) sleep and they're like punching and kicking and stuff. (laughs) They're having night terrors. Yeah. Or if I'm like super like physically uncomfortable in the aspect of like they don't have enough pillows, their room is freezing and they don't have an adequate like comforter or something like. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, you know what I always laugh about, though? What's that? Is when these people are supposed to be like grown ass men and I walk into their bedroom and they have like a fleece blanket. They don't even have like a comforter. They don't have sheets. <laughs> like I like their windows don't even have anything on them. They don't have like blinds or curtains and it's just like you've got to be shitting me. Like you're a grown ass person with your own place and you don't even have like adult things. <laughs> yeah, you'll learn more about a person based on their bedroom because yeah, their house isn't a public place obviously, but more people are going to be exposed to other areas of your house, you know, the family room, living room, maybe the kitchen. Mm-hmm. you know, without ever seeing their bedroom. So the bedroom is like the inner sanctum, you know, that's where you get the true vibe of somebody. Do they leave clothes laying around in their bedroom? You know, do they, um, you know, if a guy has like posters on the walls or action figures or something like that laying around, See, you're like, I totally get people having like their little quirks. That's fine. But like when you don't have adequate like bedding, I'm going to judge the fuck out of you. Like when I walked in and I saw a fleece SpongeBob SquarePants blanket and that's it, <laughs> I'm out. Well, and yeah, and people have, they're, a lot of people are very quirky when it comes to sleeping. You know, some people have to have a specific kind of blanket. Some people have to have the window open. Mm-hmm. Some people have to have a fan like for the white noise. You know, some, some people are, are really particular when it comes to sleeping. You know? Yeah, which I mean, I don't care. That's fine. Just have adequate bedding for fucks. <laughs> You're sake. hung up on the bedding for sure. I'm so hung up on it. Like I get, like I can be semi messy because I hate putting my clothes away. Like after I get the, like I'll wash them, I'll dry them, 
and then they'll stay in the basket <laughs> for <laughs> so long because I just cannot like get myself to put them away. That's like, and like, that's my downfall. So that's fine. But I have bedding. I have sheets. I have multiple pillows. I have a comforter and I have a blanket that I love to sleep with. So are you a bed, are you a bed maker? Some days. It depends. Like it depends on if I have to rush out of here because I'm also not a morning person. Yeah. So if I have to rush out of here and I don't have time, then oh well, I don't have time. But I do love, love the feeling of having my bed made and like getting in it and like it's just so nice. It's so nice. Yeah, it gives you that like you're at a hotel feeling. I yeah. on the other like hand, like I do- have my shit together when I really do. right. Yeah. I on the other hand do not make my bed because I figure what's the point. It's just me, and then I'm just gonna mess it up again. But. But to go back, like when we just talked about people's quirks and their routines, like me, I have a king size bed just because, you know, um, I like stretching out and all that kind of stuff. But even with a king size bed, I tend to sleep on just one side of the bed and I'm always in that spot unless I just feel like stretching out. So I remember there was this one girl who, you know, we, we went on a few dates and stuff. She was, she was at my house. We ended up hooking up. And so we were just like kind of getting ready for bed. And I went to the bathroom. And when I came out of the bathroom, she was laying in my spot. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, how do I handle this? This was the first time she was staying the night at my house. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what do I do here? And I know for, I mean, I have a hard time sleeping. I knew I'd have a hard time sleeping with her there anyway. But now that she's in my spot, there is no way in hell I would have been able to fall asleep at all. That's when you get playful and you like wrap her up and you're like, come here. And then you roll her (laughs) over you so that you can claim your spot back. Come here, you. And then just flip her over. uh, Exactly. Into the shotgun position. Yeah. And like, then like snuggle her up. So she feels like super like playful and like, like safe. But in reality, you just got your spot back. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, I wish you would have gave me that advice before. Yeah, sorry. Because I? what I basically said was, <laughs> um, you're in my spot. <laughs> and um, she you're did, she did move, but I could see that she was a little salty about it. Um, like, because I you? tend to think that maybe she sleeps in that same position in her bed at home. And she just wanted to be on that side. And see, I don't care in my bed. I don't have a specific spot. But when I go to other people's houses and I sleep in their beds, I normally like to be like furthest away from the door and closest to the wall. Yeah. Um, mainly just furthest away from the door because I, I feel more secure. But like if that's their spot, I don't care either way. Yeah. Well, and that spot that I'm in, it's like it's like my command center, you know, my Your command center. Yeah, my my chargers for my phone are on that side so I can plug my phone in and put it on the nightstand. It's all that. It's like a command center. You're so Um so yeah, there was that problem. And then another thing, for me, see you know me, I have this like utopian view of women because I've never I've never been in like a serious I've never lived with somebody in a serious mm-hmm. relationship and when you when you live with somebody that's when you see like all the little things, you know, <laughs> that you do and don't like, like that you do and don't like. Yeah. Whereas for me, like- I have this utopian view where women are like feminine and they don't poo and they don't, you know, they, they never fart and all that, kind, you know, which, you know, none of it's true, but I have this view in my head of how I want women to be. So if, 
if a, if a girl is spending the night and she starts snoring, which happens all the fucking time, I don't know if I've ever spent the night with a girl who wasn't a snore, that I heard her snore. And that's fine because everybody snores. But to me, it's not a feminine thing. It's not her fault, of course. You, you shouldn't hold it against anybody. But it, it's, it turns into sort of a turnoff for me. I'm sorry it sounds bad, but that's kind of the way it is. That's so funny. <laughs> it's hard when a guy snores, obviously, if it's really loud. Like, my dad was a, such a loud snorer. Yeah. And I normally can sleep through a lot, but, like, I've had guys in my bed that snore so loud they woke me up. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't do this. I gotta go. And so I think at one time I even left my bed to go sleep on the couch because it was so bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, remember, being a firefighter, you sleep in a big dorm with a bunch of other men. And I guess I'm just used to hearing men snore. You know, you can do some things like turn a fan on to try to create white noise and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So hearing men snore, and I think just the general public would associate snoring with men. You know, it's like, it's a man thing, you know, but. I have a light snore, I've I've heard. I do like a little like. Like that sometimes. <laughs> like a cute little. I guess so. Beep, 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 beep. Obviously, when I'm sick, it's not the same because if you have a stuffy nose, you're going to snore. Like, yeah. Scary, and, so. and that all makes sense. I don't hold it against anybody for snoring. It's You're in your sleep. You're not trying to do it. It's just the way it goes. So to me, it's not like hearing somebody snore. It's to me, I don't associate it with femininity. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah, it's a twisted viewpoint, I know, but it, it, it just kind of it's like if she if she farted in her sleep and i heard it that's it it's over for me like i can't come back from that (laughs) so what if she's not in her sleep like farting also in your presence is just negative. oh hell no if they fart in my presence when they're awake forget it What if it's on accident what if like she it she like starts laughing it just pops out and it just pops out she sneezes and a fart comes out yeah what happens then I don't know. I hope it doesn't. You know, oh it's God, just, it's like those little quirky things. You know, if, if, and when I ever live with somebody or get, or, or get married, I, I can barely say that with a straight face, but if yeah, it ever happened, happened, like I would have a separate bathroom, you know, that's fine. She could have my awesome master bath. You know, I have a glorious master bath that I kind of modeled after like a Vegas bathroom suite, you know, when I redesigned it. So she can have it. As much as I love my bathroom, she can have that, and I'll go use the guest bathroom always. Because God forbid, if I go in that bathroom and witness something or smell something, that that would turn me off forever. That is really funny. So, so that's one of the reasons why I can't relax when I sleep with somebody else. It's quirky. I, I get it. It's on me. I don't blame anybody else. I don't blame my guest. I do blame me, but it's still a problem nonetheless. I do blame me. (laughs) I'll own that. I'll own this one. I think it's, it's funny because like, obviously like there's those couples that like fart on each other and they think it's funny. Like I'm not that person. Like I really hate it when people think that that's okay. Like, and also the couples that like pee and poop in the same bathroom. Oh God. I can't do that. I will never, like, I will always have the door closed when I'm going to the bathroom. Like she's doing her makeup while he's on the toilet. Yeah. I can't do that. People. Oh no. I think that's just so gross. So like, like I said, it's dependent on each couple and each person, but I will never, I will never. But like, I also understand when it's an accident, like it's not going to be like a huge, like I'm not going to jump their bones after they fart. 
but like <laughs> I'm just like all right but like when they do it on purpose in front of you and especially when it smells bad it's just Ugh. like are you kidding me they always smell bad oh my god and my it's so funny because my daughter she farts all the time especially in the car and I get so annoyed <laughs> yeah because kids think it's funny and some grown yeah. men think it's funny but yeah oh god I think I'm gonna throw up now <laughs> all right I, I gotta hold it together to at least finish this show yeah right right um now your point i get when you say like the logistics of it like hey it's 2 30 in the morning you want her to go home at 2 30 in the morning or i get it if if she's like buzzed or drunk you don't want her i would never want my date to drive home drunk just because i don't want them to spend the night you know i, I right. get all that but you know maybe that's more of an acceptable reason if it was like 10 years ago when there was no such thing as uber or lyft or anything like that now yeah it seems shitty to be like here i'll call you an uber and then like the next day they gotta worry about coming back and getting their car or something like that so i understand there, there's not much gentlemanly about any of that but i mean i would leave at 2 30 in the morning i wouldn't see i'm just so tired i'm just like all right i'm just gonna crash here for for like a couple hours I'll wake up and go home. You know what? And that's, that's good because you're a girl with common sense. And, and I like what you just said, that I'll crash for a few hours. The problem is the ones that don't fucking leave in the morning. No, it gets me, though. Yeah, the ones that don't leave in the morning, that they don't, like, they don't understand. Like, unless you have plans the next morning, obviously, with each other. But, like, yeah, the ones that, like, linger yeah. are hysterical. I had this guy once, though, like, he woke up really early before me. He was absolutely gorgeous. Let me, like he, not joking, model. And I was really surprised why he was with me because at this point. Oh, like, stop I that. What? But like, this was a few years ago before I really got into like even knowing how to do makeup or anything like that. And I had still had some, I don't know, guys, ugly duckling kind of story, whatever, still have body dysmorphia, whatever, besides the point. But like, he was literally model material and he was a model and he was a genius he was what? so yeah i know i didn't know there was a combination <laughs> and because he was so smart he had a really good job so he had a really good apartment in chicago like right off lakeshore drive and i'm just like how the fuck am i in this guy's house right now wow. anyways but i want to so, yeah. date him <laughs> yeah he was um he was pretty anyways so super great job super cute we go back to his place we hook up whatever um and we fall asleep he woke up way before me because he had to go somewhere and i wake up and he's like cooking breakfast and stuff this motherfucker cooked breakfast for himself and didn't give me any what the fuck what i know i was that's, like that's like a sign that was so but like this is the thing i was waking up and getting myself ready to leave and he was cooking breakfast and didn't make me anything it's like come wow on. if you're already cooking breakfast and she's still there and like she's getting ready to leave like make her something like are you kidding me or at least ask he's like hey something. i gave you some dick what do you want you want an omelet too yeah like fuck this dude like i thought that was so rude like it, it is totally oh my like, god it wasn't like I was asking to stay there longer or whatever, but like at least ask the other person, Hey, would you like me to cook you something too? I'm cooking something for myself. Uh -huh. Like what the fuck? So it's clear why you're not dating 
Mr. Perfect anymore. Well, it wasn't going to turn into dating anyways. (laughs) (laughs) You got what you wanted. You just didn't get the breakfast. That's what you didn't get. Well, this is the thing. I would have been fine to not get breakfast and just leave if he hadn't already been cooking breakfast. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, I mean, like, you're rushing and stuff, but, like, come on. Don't be rude. Yeah. I had a girl very recently... She spent the night and she was one of the lingerers. You know, even though I hate mornings, I'm not a morning person. I have to be because just like you have to be, you have a kid, you have a job, you have a dog. I have the same thing. And you got, I got to let the dog out and I got to feed the dog early. So I got up not super early, but like 8 a.m. And it was like a Sunday morning and I cherish my Sunday mornings because there's nothing going on. I can have a cup of coffee on the couch you know, watch the stupid Sunday morning Not stressed about like chugging it and having to go places, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And she fucking stayed up there till like, like 1230. Shut the fuck up. No. No, And I'm like, the whole time I was annoyed. It ruined my whole Sunday because you're thinking about it the whole time. I'm like, doesn't somebody, even if you're tired, you got to bite the bullet and and have like some, you know, social awareness. You know what I mean? Even if you're tired, you get up, you go home. And it's not like you guys have been dating. Like, you, this isn't right. your girlfriend that's, like, used to your house that, like, she can come and go as she pleases. Yeah. This is literally the first time, I'm guessing, you guys hooked up, really, and she stayed without yeah. having actual plans with you. Yeah, right, right, right. So, people, read the room. You know, have some social awareness. If the person you spent the night with is also still sleeping in bed, then fine. Stay in there. Does she know that you have this podcast? Yes. I don't know if she's going to hear it or not. Oh, no. You're going to get such a rude message. Hey, that's our burden. We have to, you know, doing the show, we have to. It's fine. We have to stick our necks out sometimes. So, yeah. Right. So, if the person that you hooked up with is also sleeping, then stay in bed with them. That's fine. But if they've been up for several hours, have a clue. Yeah. I've had a couple guys already like that know about my podcast that went on a date with me and stuff. They're like, so am I going to be on your podcast? And I'm just like, what do you mean? They're like, if this doesn't go well, will I be on your podcast? I'm like, if it doesn't go well, it's your own fault. And then probably, yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. So anybody out there, if you end up dating Shay or I, that is the risk you take. So suck it up cupcake and just don't be a douche. Right. I mean, you may be mentioned on this show for doing something awesome, but that's probably not likely. (laughs) It's probably more the case that something didn't go right. I think I've only had like maybe two guys actually make me breakfast like the the next morning, which um, those men are gold. Let me tell you. And I love breakfast. So it's my favorite meal. Yeah. I do too. Like, yes, please. Yeah. I'd be all about that. I would spend the night at people's places if I knew she was going to make me breakfast in the morning. (laughs) you'll forego your uncomfortable physical aspect and just to get that be in the morning right and morning (laughs) sex can be awesome by the way i'm not a big fan of morning sex though because like my breath smells yeah i i cannot do the morning sex when you just woke up i have to do the morning sex after i've gotten a little bit ready like at least put my hair back up in a bun or something and brush my teeth because no. I cannot have a makeout session before I brush my teeth. I just can't do it. Yeah, no. And that makes a lot of sense. And plus, you know, if you want to do some foreplay, you want to do some oral, I mean, you know what was going on there before, you know, the night before. So exactly. there's no showering, you know, usually before morning sex. So yeah, good point. But, um, and then, so 
So I'll close it off with this. I want to give you an experience that that happened to me that probably ruined my opinion of people spending the night forever. Now Ooh. I used to be the type where if I, and key phrases used to be the type where if I knew the girl a few times, even if it was just a casual thing, but we hooked up a couple times and, and it was like a friendship, not just a, a booty call, but somebody that, you know, like a friend with benefits or something. When I would start shift in the morning, you know, we started shift at like 7 a.m. So I got to be out the door early. And so you don't want to kick people out that early in the morning. I mean, that's, you know, even if you want them to go early, that's pretty early. So, so I would let them stay at my house you know, while I was gone. And I'd be like, just make sure you lock the door when you leave because I trusted them. I knew them. It wasn't just, I wouldn't do that for a one night, not a one night stand, but first date sex. I wouldn't let somebody I slept with for the first time spend the night in my house that way or stay in my house while I'm gone. But I trusted them. Well, there was this one girl and I'd seen her a few times then. I am almost positive that she stole a Nordstrom's gift card off of my dresser when I left her there. That is, what? Jesus. Yeah. So huh? I had this gift card that I got. It's a long story um, on how I got it, but, it, you know, it, it, I got it from Vegas, who used to entice us with gift cards to come to Vegas, you know, in hopes that you were going to gamble and lose your money because I used to hang out with some high rollers. And just being associated with them, they're like, okay, you come too. And so this was a Nordstrom's gift card with a few thousand dollars on it. I mean, it, it, it probably had Man. like over two grand. She on it. chose and I the just, right gift card. Right. And I just have these things. Right. Yeah. It's not like it was a fucking TGI Fridays gift card. It's not like Panera, $25. Damn. No. And she, she would you. have, if it's true that she stole it, she would have had to like dig around for it. So not only did she steal the card, but she was like Snooping. looking around, you know? Oh, that sucks. I hate Yeah. That. And I, like, not only am I pissed that I lost the card, but I felt like violated, you know, yeah. because when you live alone and you know this, but I mean, you have, you have somebody who lives with you, even though it's your daughter. So things could move out of place and you could have an explanation for why it was moved. But when you live alone, like I do forever, you know, when like the slightest thing was moved, you know, so I could tell that that's what happened. And I looked everywhere for that card and it was gone. And so I put two and two together that she freaking stole it. And I never yeah. called her out on it because I had no proof. So it's like, why, you know, why accuse of somebody of a felony <laughs> when you don't have any proof? But, but my point is, is it's situations like that that ruined it for everybody else to ever spend the night in my house. Yeah. Or at least for me to let somebody stay in my house. Because now, even if somebody that I, tr that I sort of trust, that I've seen mm -hmm. several times, I still won't let them stay at my house. That's if so I'm gone, funny. if I leave, you're leaving with me. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Like, what would you do in, in a case like that? It wouldn't happen because people aren't allowed to stay at my house. Yeah, right, I'm, right. If I'm there. Like, it's just, again, security reasons. Like, if it's a guy that I'm hooking up with, sorry, I go, you go. Yeah. And if I, you know... I was a victim. It happened to me. I was the victim. If I let somebody else stay the night or stay at my house while I'm gone mm -hmm. and it happens to me again, now it's my fault. Shame on me. And I'm one of those people who I make sure not yeah. to read history. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Exactly. Yep. Right. So 
I guess the bottom line here is, is, you know, spending the night at people's places. It's an awkward situation. While I think I gave some pretty legit reasons why I don't like people spending the night and why don't, I don't Mm -hmm. like spending the night at people's houses. I'm sure a lot of women won't understand that because women see the stereotype of men is they want to have sex and they want to make a beeline for the door. And a lot of men do that, but I legitimately don't do it for those reasons. I'm not disrespectful to women that way. I just physically and logistically can't make it work. I'm not super comfortable, you know, for, for all the reasons that I listed. So, so women, if the guy, you know, wants to not spend the night or you get the, like he drops the old, Hey, I got to get up early in the morning. Like he's planting the seeds that you can't spend the night, you know, ahead of time, maybe just give a little consideration more than you would have before hearing this podcast that maybe he has legit reasons and he's just not trying to diss you or, or use you for sex and then kick you out. Yeah. I Would you agree, Shay? You think my, my reasons are not legit at all? No, I agree. I'll give you this one. Hey. Just be more apprehensive. Don't let people stay at your house um, unless you're obviously dating, actually dating them, unless you're there and stuff. So, yeah, I'll give you it. <laughs> Thanks. Know, I better I better quit this while I'm ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's time to call it quits, guys. Yeah. Actually give them one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username, the real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to the Sex Playbook and give the show a five star rating. And I'm your co host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at truly Shay. That's T R U L Y S H A Y. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, topic ideas, any horror stories. We love horror stories. Yeah, especially like spending the night horror stories. If you have some <laughs> horror stories like I do, we would love to hear them. Yes, please. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much all of your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics or things that were stolen by overnight guests. (laughs) And I promise we will read all of them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M as in Mary E-R-S-H-A-Y. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So get in on the action and advertise with us. And you've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Peace out, my babes and bros. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.